how can we help our students who have been through trauma? Because trauma shows up differently for all of them. So understanding the why your students behave the way they do is the beginning to help them succeed. Do you know how to reach them? Well, listen in for a couple ways that you can help them succeed in the classroom. And leave me a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would love to hear from you and how I can help and encourage you with any behaviors that you are struggling with. And also hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, and connect with and collaborate with other educators there as well. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So we are in school. And yes, we have had students starting to act out um, on their behaviors because now they are getting into the academics. Now they're back to actually, you know, setting some higher expectations in working and, and getting schoolwork done where the first couple weeks, it's really um, just getting to know each other, getting to know procedures, your expectations in the whole school, So now it's, you know, definitely getting more serious. And so some of our behavior, our students' behaviors are escalating. So one of our students, um, he is eloping. So he gets upset, he gets frustrated, and he just walks out. Walks out of the classroom, walks out of the building. Thankfully, he's not running because he'd probably be long gone by the time we actually like find where he's at and he knows like he to stay on school property because he has been off of property before and of course we have to call school security and sometimes the police department has to get involved so he knows like where he can go on school property but obviously 
the just walking out of the classroom, walking out of the building is not a good strategy. So we've been trying to work with him on getting him to advocate for himself and say, hey, I need a break. You know, I need five minutes or I need to go have a snack or I need to just take a quick walk. So getting him to vocalize really what he needs, what he wants, I guess it's not always a need per se, but a want, but that if that will help him get back in, then we definitely want to advocate for that. So he's been doing a little bit better and communicating that with his teacher and then she communicates that to us and so we can then connect with him and walk with him if that's what he needs and then get him back to class. So just getting students back in the swing of things and reminding them what are some other better strategies that they can use, especially in that situation because definitely that is not safe for him just to, you know, bolt out of the room, out of the class, out of the building. So as school is going on, I'm sure you're starting to see different behaviors um, appear. So another one we've uh, been seeing is just refusal. And his refusal, I think, is more um, like no self-confidence, kind of learned helplessness. So he's kind of been used to everybody else doing everything for him. And granted, he's an older student. He's not like first grade. So trying to get him motivated to do his own work. So his friends are his, um, some students that sit near him. They're great in helping him. But unfortunately in helping, like they're doing it for him. So for one instance, like he was supposed to sign on to his computer and do whatever work they were doing and... I don't want to do that. So it's like, oh, bummer. However, we did learn one motivation, and that is recess. Of course, who doesn't love recess? So just reminding him, like, if you can't get the work done now, you're going to have to do it at recess. Well, that was quite amazing because (laughs) next thing I know, his computer's open. However, his peer is the one signing in for him and setting it all up. So I just had to remind them, like, you know, that's great. You're helping him, but you need to just guide him on what he needs to do. He needs to do the work. Like, you don't need to, like, be entering in on his computer. And he's very capable of doing that. It's just like that learned helplessness. He's learned he can just sit there or just kind of, I don't know how to do it. And so, you know, friends step in to help, which is great. But knowing how to help is also a great strategy as well. And that's, that's a good problem to have because they're ready to help. And then we've had another student, um, well, a couple other students, some anger issues starting to come up where they're getting frustrated with their peers and acting out on that. Uh, some kicking, some threatening. So just learning, okay, what could we have done? 
what are some other better strategies? And getting them to advocate also for themselves. I mean, it's definitely a huge um, reminder that a lot of these, well, the students that we work with who have had trauma, like huge lack of self-confidence. So in teaching them to advocate for themselves will definitely continue to build their self-confidence because we want them to do that. That helps them become strong, independent people and learning to advocate for themselves. So those are kind of the, the things that I'm working with and teaching our students and the struggles that we are starting to see and because all of them have had trauma in their background and all of them are kind of reacting and acting out differently. So again, that's just getting to know your students as well. So a couple things I found that are very helpful in encouraging and helping your students who have been through trauma Number one is that safe, trusting, caring relationship with your students. So building that safe, trusting, caring relationship with your students. Because again, as I've said, you may be that only caring adult in their life. Sometimes they don't have that. A couple of our kids have been foster students, foster kids, and unfortunately they've been in a few different foster homes. And so they, like I get why that one student elopes because that's his, his flight. He gets away. He doesn't trust anybody. He doesn't trust. He doesn't have a caring adult. Well, thankfully now he is in a pretty stable foster home. And of course he has our team now working on building a safe, trusting, caring relationship with him. That even though we're going to give him expectations and hold him to those, hopefully he will learn that he can trust us and he can count on us because we do care for him. Those are huge. And then the second way that we can help our students is providing that tailored support for these students based on their needs. And so that kind of looks like those behavior strategies, helping them advocate for themselves, you know, teaching them you can't just leave the room or you can't just go kick your peer because they pissed you off. You can't go and threaten somebody because they looked at you wrong. You know, what are ways that we can help that support that student that will benefit them and their behaviors right now? So some of those interventions are teaching them those strategies and how to advocate for themselves, um, teaching them how to self-regulate their emotions and being able to identify their emotions and then express them in a more positive way. 
So when you're angry, what else can you do? I don't know. What works for them? Is it journaling? Is it drawing a quick picture? Is it taking a break? Sometimes it's even they're just hungry. And so we give them a quick snack. So learning, what are those strategies that are going to help them, help support them so that they can be successful? And these strategies I um, took from Dr. Bruce Perry and from an article uh, called, this is a long one, The Need for Trauma-Informed Training to Build Teacher Efficacy in Managing Externalizing Student Behavior by Tara L. Kubian. So yeah, we want the results for these students to succeed, to stay in the classroom, not explode at anybody else around them, but helping them manage that student be- their behaviors when they feel out of control. And they're upset, they're frustrated, they're scared, they're anxious. All of these things are a result of the trauma that they have been through in their life. And thankfully, most of our students right now are not going through it right now. As far as we know, there's no ongoing trauma. Most of their trauma happened when they were younger. But obviously, that still manifests at times. So I know at times that this, for you, trauma can be overwhelming for your students and for you and how do you help and honestly sometimes it's just listening you know if you get a chance hey how you doing or hey let's have lunch today again that's just building that relationship and it's just taking that time to hear them out and they're not always you know of course going to talk about what's happened to them a student who's frustrated at home or just she wants to share she has a new friend or her friend is coming in town or you know maybe her brother is bugging them I, I don't know but just giving them that safe place that they can just come and talk to you and know that you care about them so again helping your students who have been through trauma Definitely the best way is to build that safe, trusting, caring relationship with them. And then to provide that tailored support to each student based on their needs. And those are teaching them strategies, advocating for themselves. And that could be academics as well as behavior, emotional support. So all of those things working together. And so Dr. Bruce Perry, he's a child psychiatrist who's done a ton of work, has some great books. Uh, One of them uh, he wrote with Oprah, What Happened to You? Uh, Another book I read of his is The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog. I mean, brutal stories, but... His main purpose, that relationship, the power of a caring adult in these students' lives. Because a lot of these students who have had trauma have been traumatized, obviously, 
mostly by adults. And so if we can come in and prove all those other crazy psycho adults who have committed this trauma on these students and show them that not all adults are like that. That's huge, huge. So Dr. Bruce Perry says, what works best is anything that increases the quality and number of relationships in a child's life. People, not programs, change people. So keep changing lives. You guys are doing awesome. And remember, soon you will be able to have or get a discovery call with me because I would love to be able to work with you and connect with you. So stay tuned for that and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, that every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.